Welcome to the NECF podcast, where we share our weekly sermons and faithfully interpret the Bible to encourage and direct you on your spiritual path. And a woman shall not wear that which pertaineth to a man. Where our devoted pastors and special guests delve into the depths of the Bible, exploring its profound lessons and useful applications for your daily life. Join us as we explore the timeless truth that have the power to change people's hearts and minds, promoting a closer relationship with God and a firm belief in His promises. Amen. It is a privilege again to bring the Word of God to us. And I want to start by noting some few points in our chapter. 20 verse 32. And Paul was speaking to the elders of Ephesus. He said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. He said, which is able, is able to build you and to give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. That is the word of grace is able to build you, is able to build you and then to give you an inheritance. What that means is that when we come to obey the word of God, when we come to cherish and love the word of God, when we come to embrace the wholeness of the word of God in its entirety, not just some parts, he said that is able to build you. So it's for our prophets. God remain God, whether you disobey him or you obey him. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changed. And so is for our prophet. He's able to build us. He's able to give us an inheritance. Among all, so no matter how much you grow, it will not affect my inheritance. My inheritance is among those that are sanctified. I am also sanctified, you are sanctified. I have an inheritance. So your inheritance does not stop my own. In 2 Timothy chapter 3 also, he said, for all scriptures, verse 16, all scriptures, they are inspired by God. He said, and they are profitable. That means, they are profitable to us. So each time we obey the word of God is for our profit. First and foremost, don't just think as if you are doing God a favor. No! It's for your profit. It's for your profit. It's for my profit when we obey the word of God. And so I want to notice that that should motivate us into obeying and doing the word of God. Not to be careless with someone say, mm, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it mattered. If it did not matter, God would have not written it. God would have not asked us to obey it. And when we come and we began some few uh, weeks ago concerning dressing, it's a, one of the matters that is handled carelessly. If there's any matter that believers have handled so carelessly and poorly, is on this issue of dressing. 
Most times when we bring it up, we say it does not matter. But brother, it matters. If it doesn't matter already, there would be no mention of those things in scripture at all. What did matter? And I want us to repeat this thing, which we have said it over and over. One, two, three, go. My dressing matters to God and has a great impact on me and on others. Again, my dressing matters to God and has great impact. Last time we talked and we began our discussion that first and foremost, God wants us to express our gender distinction, our gender uh, differences in our dressing. And we note some few things. From 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 2 to 16, we notice some important issue. First, we noted that our goal, that is the order, our goal of the order, and goal and roles are depicted in our sexes. That is not that we are roleless. God did not desire to create man and man. He deliberately created man and woman because their roles are different. And that's important for us to know. And we saw it's an order of God. It's an election of grace. And he did that by his purpose. And we said again that it is against God to dress, to dress in such a way that confuses your sexes. That somebody is difficult to understand. Is it a man or a woman? He said, we saw it is against God. It's an insult to his order. And particularly we noted that cross-dressing, a practice of dressing in such a way that is associated traditionally with the opposite sex is against God. We cannot copy the world. And we're going to see the message of today is based so much to look at first and foremost, tap into what the world is doing. Because you have to know what is driving the world system. That's why the world shouldn't determine what we do. Our mind must be transformed and we should not move by the patterns of the world. And our minds must be renewed. Else you will be following the patterns of the world. They will now tell us what is trending is badly today. Tomorrow they will tell you pencil. Tomorrow they will say it's a viral. I don't know what they write there. The point is that someone somewhere sits down and just dictates what you should do. And you keep following. And let me tell you the truth. And that's the same thing with every product. 
iPhone 2010. They will not move to iPhone. They don't make any big changes. But the issue is that they are, they are tapping into some of our problems to profit from it. And we're going to see it. They tap from the confusion of man. Do you understand what I'm saying? The fashion industry, the luxury, whatever they call it, you understand? These days, you understand, there is even the fashion, there is even for the luxury area. You, you understand what I'm saying? And I'm trusting the Lord to help us, even as we see. And I want us to read this scripture. We didn't read it last week. And I want us to note it. This scripture, I've said, because of lack of understanding, we have so much controversy on this issue too. But by the clarification we dealt with last week, this scripture is not talking about a particular way of dressing. It's talking about the idea that a person, a man, will dress in such a way that confuses his sexes. Deuteronomy chapter 22 verse 5. No, you shouldn't dress in such a way that confuses your sexes. This is like cross-dressing. This is cross-dressing. So a man shouldn't, we should not see a man doing cross-dressing or a woman doing cross-dressing. It's against God's order. We saw it from the New Testament. It's the idea all the way from the Old Testament. Now, today I want us to look at something very important. Dressing without distracting. Dressing without distracting. Dressing without distracting. First, I want to, us to tap into the mind or the idea in the world. There's something, I did some quick research quick research. Well, I did some <laughs> research and I found a lot of things. You know, sometimes you know, they say, when you follow blindly, you just say, no, uh, uh, that is how it is. I want you please to pay attention with this. You know, just like I, I, I told you some times ago, you have to be careful when you uh, are in the world. Are we together? That's why Jesus told his disciples, these people are wolves. Did you hear that? He said, what did he tell them? He said, be wise as what? As serpent and be gentle as though. That's the only way you can, you can be able to win the fight. There are wolves out there where I'm sending you. There are wolves. But be wise as serpent and be gentle as though. That's your weapon. Your weapon. That's your weapon to be able to win over the world. This man here, he did something some years ago. On July 18, 1948, I mean 46. He's a French automobile engineer, but he has turned into a fashion designer. His name is Louis Red. He introduced into the market something which many of us are aware of. It's called the bikini. He was the 
inventor of the beginning. And because real beginnings were sexually provocative, the fashion industry top model at that time, you know, the world was not uh, the world was not corrupt, even in its corruption. As me, do, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, because I, I want you to you you know that there is every day people try to invent sin. Are we together? Yes. So they are technology. How do I put it? They are making the sin. They are adding technology to it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now. So at that time, you can imagine they are models old, but they refuse. You understand? They are in the world, they are not born again. But they refuse to wear these bikinis because they are sexually provocative and their concern was they never wanted to reveal their intimate body parts. That was their concern that moment. And certainly, that's why I just told you that. The deuce of when the devil actually was not part of the organizing committee of the beauty pageant. But with time, I want you to follow me. There's something I want to point out very importantly before we get into scriptures. Finally, Riyadh found a nude dancer from the Casino de Paris in France named Michel Banadini. And the woman wear the bikinis at its debut presentation. Now, you, you can imagine the kind of the person he, he employed. Are, are we together? Please note that. This is history. We have to learn from history to be able to be wise. Are we together? Very important. Now, I found out a strange thing. The Encyclopedia Britannica listed bikinis as one of the greatest or one of the great inventions of all time. I saw some invention by scientists and I saw this. I was wondering. <laughs> you know, I was wondering. I don't understand how a sexual provocative product can become a great invention. Okay, that's the world system. We are looking at them. So just know that we're looking at the world. Now, the question is that, why the name beginning? That's the first thing you need to ask. Because every product that is named, there's a reason. So I tried to tap, why did he give the name beginning? And then I discovered something. That the man, cleverly named that swimming suit beginning after the beginning at all in the Marshall Islands. So it's an island in the Marshall Island. He named it after him. I, I said a man in Paris, far away. Now he's naming his product after an island which is somewhere. Huh. Why? I said, okay. Now that island became an atomic bomb testing site for the United States. Most of us know about it. Are we together? And then during the World War II, initially there are some testing. The bomb that was used in the Hiroshima in Japan 
to actually bring about his victory in the south of the World War II was tested in the sun in the land of America. But then there were some concerns about radiation and all that. So they were looking for a place outside, far away from the city centers. Are we together? Now they found this island very important. Now, after the World War, they were also need to test because there is need for, to improve the technology. Are we together? So there is need for testing. So they found this island. And at that part, while the other one doing the uh, making of the bomb that was used in Hiroshima was a secret because they tested it secretly before even creating it and dropping it in Japan. But this time around, when they were doing some testing to improve the technology, they made a bomb which is over a thousand times powerful than that which they dropped in Japan. And again, another thing again, they made it public. So people were, they were, they were uh, journalists and whatever were invited to see. For whatever reason, anyway, that's not our point. But that actually generated a lot of controversies. People were saying, okay, is it, ha, ah, this thing will, 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 will dig a hole in the ocean floor and all the water will go inside. You know, so there are all sorts of conspiracy theory and a lot of controversy. Is it safe for us? The world is going to end and all that and all that. Now, good. Now, Riyadh, our man, let's go back to him. When the world is heated with this controversy, he saw an opportunity in this controversy for publicity of his product. Remember, at that time, that kind of a product is already a no-go era because it's not natural. And in the world, generally, at that moment, you are not as uh, sexually uh, perverted as we have today. Are we together? So to be able to set his product, then he named it after this island, which is under controversy because of the bomb testing. So with the flow of the controversy, his product also entered the controversy. And that's how the product blew all over the world. And the man make a hell lot of money. Good. Many decades, the problem is still on the news. Now I found this interesting headline not too long ago that women's handball players are fined for rejecting bikini uniforms. Say wait again. This is sports. How does a swimming suit come into sport? But then again, my mind begins to recollect all the things I've been seeing on sport. Then I start to check some few things. Because I am aware of some things that have happened. Because not every all nations in the world accept the exposure of body parts in how sportsmen are done. And the people, the organizer insisted it was appear like that. But I want to show you, it's not for everybody. 
Now, recently, during the European Beach Football Championship, the women's beach handball team of knowing what their preferred, please, I want you to know that, preferred tight length, that is like a short knicker, the one that covers from here to here. Are we together? Shorts, like their male counterparts. So that means the male we are wearing that too. Instead of the mandated, required, you understand, bikini bottom. So what they did in the federation is that they mandated that women should wear the bikini. But the men, they don't need to wear that. So the women we are protesting, most of them, they say they are not comfortable in appearing like that. Their body parts are open. But this is the point. For flouting the rules, the authorities now find them 1,500 euros. And so the news went all over the world. And there is a lot of controversy once again. Some are for, some are against. That, that is sexism. That is discrimination. Why would you agree that the men should do different things and the women should do another? Now, if I may ask something, what is improper in wearing a tight length trouser in sport? Now, I want you to see this. Yeah, we are all adults here, so. And I know you've been seeing many things more than this. <laughs> so don't pretend to me. Now, look at the men. Right? But look at the women. Is your mind beginning to run there is a foul play somewhere? <laughs> now, I want you to see the world as it is. I, I hear many people arguing, no, that's the sport, it's sport now, it's sport now. No, no, it's because you don't know what they're thinking. You don't know. So I want you to realize what these people are thinking. Now, what is the logic in insisting that the female team wear bikini bottom? Why? Now, the rule says that they must wear, they must we are and not just any kind of bikini. The bikini was even stated, they said it must be with a close fit and cut on an up angle toward the top of the leg. This rule does not appear to the law. What does it suggest to you? What? Does this suggest to you? That is, the more their intimate bodies are exposed, the more entertainment the sport provides. So that means it's not about the sport first and foremost. It's not about the ball. It's about something else. So women are now objectified. I want you to understand that that is the whole concept. The people watching the game are the main focus. 
they are to be pleased first. Then any other thing, including the, the sport, comes secondary. Now, I want to show you something that made this point more clearer. This is not about the issue of the beach ball. There are many other sports, and I want to quote some few documents here. In 2011, in badminton, for most of us who, who also watch badminton, the authorities ruled that the women must wear satin skirts and dresses if they want to play at elite level. And why? This is what they said, I'm quoting from the document, the rule. They said they, to create a more attractive presentation. Now, one of the officials said that the people are losing interest. People, people are losing interest eh, in the sport since women are competing in oversized shorts and long pants. That the people are losing interest. You understand? They are not losing interest when they are watching the men. Now, look at what he said. This man, one of it, this is, I quoted this one. He said that the TV ratings were down. And so we want to build them up. So if you are a sport woman, you are not just playing sport. Somebody is using you for his own gain. That is the world system. Now, so, what was the strategy in boosting the what? The TV rating. What is the strategy? Not to make the, the sports more skillful and uh, uh, enjoyable. No, no, that's not. Simple. Force the women to wear more revealing clothing. The world hides behind sports to promote its agenda. That is the thing. And the truth is that those tights revealing sports wears are not because of the sports. They are for the eyeballs. They are for the cameras to capture sexually appealing images that will boost viewership. And I want you to note something, please. Maybe you have not been careful. Most of the slow motion and the seemingly uh, effort that cameras put to snap, probably now check the snap areas you understand? That ordinary is shameful to look upon. If they are, if you are for gymnastics and all that, the camera zoom on the area. When she open her leg, open, that's where she will zoom. And everybody is watching her and thinking it's sport. No, it's not sport. Now I'm telling you what they are thinking. I'm trying to tell you the, the word. You know, sometimes we have been, believers are being ignorant concerning what the world are for. Did you understand what I'm saying? They are for advertisement. They are for broadcasting. They are for profit. Now, unfortunately today, women are used as a bait to hook people to watch sport because they are used to boost rating. And the world designs clothes. And I just talk about just sports. 
But this is the same ideology because I don't have time to bore you with a lot of documents in a sense. It's the same mentality that drives the fashion industry in the sun. It's the same mentality. The essence is to design clothes for profit and how can you make such profit? It's only when you tap into the confusion of the natural man himself and the fleshy indulgence. And the basic thing they use is low self-esteem and lost. These two things are their weapons to drive profits. Because they know once you show a woman or something like that that exposes some certain part, everybody that has, and because they know that many men have this problem of loss, you gravitate naturally towards that place. And by so doing, they make more profits. The second part of it is low self-esteem. Because they are aware there are many of us that we don't like ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We want to become like someone. We just feel that we hide. And let me tell you, they are the ones who create that thing. They, they go and carry a celebrity, you understand? And do all sorts of cosmetic surgery. And they project the person as the symbol of success. You understand? The standard. You understand? And ask everybody, to look, if you must attend to this, you must look like. So then they bring more product to make you look like. And because we don't like our nose, what do you do? You go for plastic surgery. You understand? You don't like your breast size, you go for plastic surgery. Because they are telling you that it's not good like that. You understand? And because of no say anything, you don't even like yourself, you want to become like someone. And when God is the one who created you, the master craftsman, the one who sat down, it's not in a, it's not in a rush he brought you here on earth. No. He has a plan for you. And he knows it is your size, your shape, your way, your temperament. He, he fitted you like this because he knows that that is what will fit the very thing you came to do on earth. But then you reject all those things for somebody who never knew how you even came. The woman today has become one of the most important factors in advertisement. It's unfortunate. For instance, you will see, I want to ask, what is the relationship between a woman and a car tire? She's not a mechanic. She's not an auto engineer. She doesn't even look like one. Why? I'm telling you, this is the issue. Is the issue. <laughs> now, dressing without distraction. Dressing without distraction. Now, you know the mentality of the world. Let nobody fool you and just go, no, no, that's how it is. It's dressing. Just like people are being, uh, listen, just like now. Although I know many of us, is some of us are the Nigerians are closer to election now. You understand? And one of the narratives we keep passing is because anybody that is he wants to have his ways, religion doesn't matter. Religion doesn't matter. You understand? We just matter competence. 
and you are saying they are not competent people. There are more competent people, but they are, they are shouting, religion does not matter and all that. Now you see, that's the world system. They will come to you in open air and say, no, no, it doesn't matter. That's the norm. It's always the this, and everybody accepts it. You need to start to know their agenda. It's beyond what you are just seeing online. These people are wolves. Unfortunately, they are cashing even unbelievers. I want us to read that uh, scripture. Let's start from First Peter before we go to quickly what our sister did. I mean, our brother uh, did that. First Peter chapter three, verse one to five. He said, "In the same way." You, wife, must accept the authority of your husband. That's where it began. And then, even if some refuse to obey the good news, your godly lives will speak to them without any words. He said they will be won over by observing your pure and reverence life. He said, don't be Concerned about the outward beauty of the fancy hairstyles, of the expensive jewelry, he said, or the beautiful clothes. He said, You should clothe yourself instead with the beauty that comes from within. He said, It's the unfading beauty of a gentle and a quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. This is how the holy, holy women. Of all made themselves beautiful. This is how they made themselves beautiful. He said they put their trust in God and accept the authorities of their husband. Now, this is directly speaking to a kind of women. I want to extract principles first and foremost that is applicable even to all of us, whether you're a man or a woman. Are we together? That's what I want to do here. The second scripture is where my brother read. First Timothy chapter 2. And I want to read verse 9 and 10. And I want you and I want women to be modest in their appearance. Now, I want you to know that word, modest. In their appearance, they should wear decent. I want you to know the word decent. And appropriate clothing. And not draw attention. And I want you to know that word again. And not draw attention to themselves by the way they fixed their hair. Or by the wearing of gold or pearls or expensive clothes. For the women who claim to be devoted to God should make themselves attractive by the good things they do. Make themselves attractive by the good things they do. Now, we have to acknowledge something. And this is not a weakness. It's a gift to men. And it's a purpose. That generally, naturally, men are typically more stimulated visually than men. Than women, sorry. The world has found women a good object for seduction. 
Now, the problem is that, you know, what the world do is that, like, sex is a beautiful thing created by God. But the world can capture it and bastardize it. Do you understand what I'm saying? And now bastardize it. And that's why immediately I say sex now. They say, they stay, it registers as if, oh. do you understand what I'm saying? And most times the church will run away from it because what we have been receiving in the world already have polluted our mind from it. So immediately you hear it. And then again, the unfortunate thing again is that we now begin to fumble in our secret places because we lack the correct information. So you, if you are a man or you are a woman, know that, please, I want you to know this. Naturally, both the man and the woman must know this truth. That men are more visually stimulated, you understand, sexually than women. Having this understanding, this is not about whether the brother is spiritual or not spiritual. Did you hear what I said? Ladies, did you hear what I said? This is not about whether the man is spiritual or not spiritual. No. This must register in your mind. Except you are an agent of the devil. It should register in your mind. And so that you will walk in love. Because when we have been talking about walking in love, walking in life, we think it's one, it's one uh, abstracting. You understand? Like let me fly in the light or something like that. No, no, no. When you walk according to the word of God, you are walking in light. You are walking in light. That's what the psalmist said. Thy word is a lamp, right? Thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to what? Your word is a light to my path. It's a light. So when you walk in this word, you walk in light. Unfortunately, Many Christian ladies unsuspectedly have been recruited by the world system wearing those sexually provocative clothes. They become agents by promoting Satan's cause and distracting people from God and his ways. Because of the very reason that we have mentioned the world, the world knew it. The fastest way to distract a man is to send a woman. And I want to tell you another truth. That seeing a woman half naked is more sexually provocative than even seeing her naked. Did you, did you hear what I said? Seeing a woman half naked is more sexually provocative eh, than even seeing her naked. So the devil understands this principle very well and is using it as a weapon to the body of Christ.
Although a man's part in loss cannot be excused. Do not blame the woman. If you have loss problem, go and settle it. Don't every day is because the women are the problem is don't blame anybody. That's why in scripture there are equal treatment of our lives. Are we together? It's not the scripture does not blame this one, blame this one. Yes, sir. You are responsible. You are responsible. Yes, sir. If you see a person, take your eyes away. Say, sir, there's nothing we can do. There's something you can do. I'm a human being. You see, don't think that pastors don't face the same temptation you are facing. You know, there's a way you think pastors are superhuman. Are we together? If the Bible says that Jesus was tempted in everything, have you ever sat down and think about that? Count all the temptation you are facing. Yes, temptation about to have sex. Temptation to steal. Temptation to, are we together? To misuse power. Temptation to, all of those things Jesus also was tempted. The Bible says, in all things. So the same temptation you are facing, that's the same temptation pastors are facing. You understand? So don't ever, well, many of you know me. If you come, I've, I've already corrected some of us. You will come a moment you are insensitive. Because for some of us, it's deliberate. For some of us, we do not know. It's ignorant. You bless any heart to visit a brother. No, you don't love that person. It's marriage. If you truly know that the way God made him, you understand, that he can be easily uh, stimulated visually, you will be careful the way you visit brothers. If you love the person, you want his life, you don't want him to fall. Will you be happy when you hear that your pastor has slept with another sister? Will you be happy in this church? Then, why would you be one of the reasons? If you know, let's imagine you didn't know. Now you know from today. You know what i What will you come that you come for counseling? And you are coming. Let me catch you. So what I'm trying to say is that it's for us, we shouldn't be making mad. Yes, I love the church, I love the brother. This is how we, we show, we know, we love. This is practical. Don't say, people are talking about bring money, bring money. Say, sir, I don't have money. Uh, give, give, don't. No, we're not sitting talking about giving. We don't talk about money. This one is in your power to do it. It's in your power to do it. Women, you are also equally responsible. If your attire has an impact, <laughs> a word or a picture is enough for the wife. Now, I want to just a little bit before we just. Finish. We will continue next week. Let me touch a little bit on some of the points on that scripture. People should be attracted to you by what? By the good things you do. 
not by what you wear. It's a worldly concept to be attracted by what you wear. Are we together? Hallelujah. Amen. Are we together? Because the, the essence of that scripture was saying, no, I don't want you to focus on your appearance, on the way you dress, the way you put up here, to attract attention towards you. What I'm saying is that, let me be attracted, and I want you to see that scripture. You understand? Look at how Peter said it. You understand? Today, today, because he was talking to the women who have an unbelieving husband. You understand? This one is not saying that the woman went into marriage with an unbeliever. No. It's likely that the woman became a born again while she was still married. Are we together? Just like Abraham, he married before he came to know the Lord. Are we together? Now, he told and said that even if some refuse to obey the good news, eh? He said what? Did he say your appearance? Wait, 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 wait. Did he say your appearance? He said, if he said that your good lights will speak to them without any words. Without any words. That means a godly life, our godly lives are potent preachers. This is one of the principles if we will close here, this is one of the things I want you to get. That by this scripture, it tells us that, that our godly lives, they are potent preachers of the good news. Maybe you never believed this before. But now you should know that the way you live, your godliness is a potent preacher of the good news. It can combat a person. It can convert a person. Are you a child of God? Let your dressing show it. Let your dressing show it. Don't keep shouting. Preaching while you're dressing directs them to hell. Don't keep shouting, come to Jesus. And then nothing around you and on you show Jesus. He said, the beauty that comes from within. He said, as the unfading beauty, your clothes the way, no matter how it is. My wife do this brain. I see the same people come again and again. <laughs> because you do it today, give it one week. There is something that doesn't fade away. That is a beauty. But you know the unfortunate thing? That many of our brothers and sisters Spend more money on the outside than on the inside. Go and sit down and look at what you spent this year. Check if what you are spending to ensure that your inside is, is rich and robust is far less than what you use to spend on clothing, 
uh, cosmetics and all that, something is wrong. There is a mispriority somewhere. There are some of us who have never carried our money to buy books. In fact, we have even never borrowed to read. There are many messages already preached by the church. When you go there, you see uh, uh, 20 views. And we have over sometimes 250 people here. That means something is wrong. It's showing where our priorities are. The outward beauty that comes from appearance, it fades. It fades. It fades. Now, that's the first thing. I will just uh, look at this. Let me put it up here. Because that's the, the, the thing we will stop here. Now, listen to me. To be able to dress without distraction, the first thing you must do is to dress modestly. What is to dress modestly? Is to dress simple and not shabby. Paul was admonishing the people. He said, no, let no any person remove you from the simplicity in Christ. Never! It's a big trouble. There is a simplicity in Christ that nobody should remove you from. Don't, don't invite an appetite that is not sustainable. First, be simple and not shy. Don't be like hush puppy. Everybody knows hush puppy here. <laughs> he has been pastoring many people. Unfortunately, wrongly. Dress with moderation. Dress with moderation. Do not dress to draw attention. That's what modesty means. You understand? Moderately, that is when going to a picnic, for example, don't dress as if you are going to a, a banquet. You know, there are some people you are going for a picnic, they wear suit tie and everything. Already at their entry, everybody's attention has already gone to them. That is also wrong. It's not modest. It's not modest. And most of us, social media has already trained us to lack attention. <laughs> Some of you have blocked us, but they are still sending it to us. That's people you have allowed. You want rights? You want what is that? You are not doing well because it's harming you. It's not just harming God. Now I remember I told you that when you obey the word of God, it's for your profit. Why won't you be having depression? When already you have taken an unsustainable path. That's the issue. Let your makeup have moderation. You understand? Let your makeup have moderation. When you're making your hair, don't just do it. You understand? As if you are returning from a slide. You know there are some blue, blue green, red, that blue. What is that? Some people they will do one, this like this. With red, green here, as if you are a firefighter. 
Immediately you enter into a place. Already, everybody's eyes on you. No, that's what Paul is saying. No, dress modestly. If anybody should be to be attracted towards you, it should see your godly attitude. It's your godly attitude. How do you accept brethren? You know, let me say something. Some of us, although some of us are in what do you call it? Ocean. Uh, you know how I observe it? It's not that we are strong, all of us. You know how we walk. But it shows our attitude that something is wrong with our character. When you see pastors after they finish meeting in the morning, all of them are carrying their chairs, and all of you are just heading in. You see, it has already shows that something is wrong with your mentalization. We're not saying you should come and collect, you can handle it, but it's for your good. How can you see an authority with the tear coming? After a meeting, they come here very early, and you're just coming to go and see the they see them. They enter with the chairs and keep it. Something is wrong with our ideology. This is how we are talking about the issue walking in the light. It's an honor when you see an authority walking, holding something to give you a help. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? We are teaching you scripture. Apply it not to us, to everybody you see. You understand? That is walking in the light. That is what somebody will see that will convict the person to see who is this God this person is Lord help me oh God that I will modest in my dressing I receive the grace to walk in this light. I receive the grace to walk in this light. In the name of Jesus. To dress in modesty. To be simple and not shabby. Oh, Father, help me. Thank you for listening to our sermon today. We hope you were blessed by this teaching. If you want to learn more about our church, please visit our website or follow us on social media. We would love to connect with you and hear your feedback. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast channel and share it with your friends and family. You never know who might need a word of encouragement.